The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be streamed live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to a new, new episode of Critical and Thinking with Ty Barnett and Ian Harris. Um, back hey, again. Who am I? No, who's no, this? No, 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 no. I gotta give. I gotta give him a proper intro. Let me tell you something. If you are any kind of geek at all, at all, any type, you know this dude. You may not even recognize the face, but you know this dude's voice. I'm talking about everything from the Marvel Universe, everything <laughs> to Star Wars, uh, video games, World of Warcraft, uh, uh, the Walking Dead, the Walking video, Dead video, video game, game right now, uh, which is super hot. Uh, please. Dave Fenoy. Oh. Hey, golf clap. Hey. So, what's up, what's up, what's up? AKA what's up? Golden Voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, oh, it's so so we want. I want to bring Dave in today because, uh, well, first off, we get real political on here, and oh, yeah. and I like I like Dave's political. I, did you tell him that before you? Oh no, you, yeah, well, you know, we 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 talk. We know each other, so, okay. so we we, so we you, have talked. Okay, okay, yes, okay, exactly. okay, good, 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 good. Although some people, know, some people I don't. don't want me, well, so, you know, by surprise. Some people don't don't want to get don't want to go there. Nah, personally, because of business or whatever, but. Well, you know you, what? You, I, don't, I, you don't seem to have a problem. I, I, I don't. And I don't necessarily recommend that other people um, say the things they want to say. I know because you can be judged. You might yep. lose a business. Right. I've been around a long time. If I've lost something uh, because I lean to the left and I'm progressive, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to win something because right. somebody on the left that's progressive uh, wants to hire somebody that, that feels like they do. Um, right. I, I think most of the time people who are going to hire a voice uh, for their thing aren't really looking at that. They don't care about they that. They may, yeah. but they may not. It hasn't stopped me from booking. Right. Um, right. And if there's somebody that doesn't want to hire me because uh, I believe in racial equality and and uh, equal pay uh, for men and women. Freaking libtard, bro. <laughs> Freaking libtard. Because, because I believe everybody should have an opportunity and workers should get paid. I, I, can't, they should, I can't believe that. They can go themselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, if you want to say that word, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. Oh, uh, please. We don't give a fuck on uh, this way. Uh, I, but, I, 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 but, you know what? With a voice this smooth, I wanted him to say curse words. <laughs> go ahead. Go all in. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Is like I have people say, oh, man. you might. I'm like, you know, first off, this industry, most of the people are fairly progressive, let's say. Let's hope. But even so, it, it shouldn't It shouldn't matter Um in especially in doing voice work, it's like it, you know you, they're hiring you for what you do. Yeah, and you know, even on camera stuff, even I mean, I got to be honest with you though. It doesn't matter. Part me, of man. some of these people's the, the problem why I, why I don't think it'll be an issue with people that do voiceovers is because a lot of these other sided people we won't say who. <laughs> Are lazy, so they're not gonna do the research <laughs> on this dude's voice. Then I'm like, let me see who this dude is who's doing this video game and his political views, because they they don't want to do their research. So he's actually pretty safe. It's when you're <laughs> on camera and it's like, I see the face, I can go to the name. Da, da, da. If they got to do anything deeper than, plus they love probably the video games that he's on. They're like, oh, this fucking asshole, but <laughs> such the, a good game. Well, that, that, yeah. <laughs> well you know, um, I'm on Dota too, and I play six different characters and. One of the characters, uh, uh, Batrider, is identifiably black. And I did have some, uh, you know, kind of racist uh, kids play the game, uh, you know. Uh. Wow, Batrider's the N-word. <laughs> Batrider's uh. an N-word. <laughs> oh, just, oh, my wow. God. But, it, but you, you know what? Um, I, I didn't follow up on what was. Oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some uh, other gamers because this is one of those games that people are playing right. uh, together or kind of community. I wouldn't be surprised if that guy got shouted down by some people. Right. Well, that's right. what I was going to ask you. Do you do the game makers, do they monitor that type of stuff and see who's saying what and be like, oh, well, wait a minute. You can't be using this. Language. You know, I, I, I don't think they do. I think they're much more interested in uh, is the game doing well. Uh, that we get all, money. That we get all the stuff, and are and are we making that money we're supposed to be making? Yeah, now, like, are we getting paid? No, like, I haven't done a video game forever. Um, I don't get a lot of opportunities to do video games um, here and there. Stop whining. But, yeah, no, no. My question is because I know a while back, and I think people, may, our, our our people listening aren't VO people. They might be interested. No, how does how does that work? Because in in film, in movies, in TV, and commercials, depending on obviously if it's buyout cable whatever you get your thing you get your residuals and i know that the video game thing was a hot hot issue for a well, while well we still right? don't have residuals we do have bonus no 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 residuals we do have uh, what they call bonus payments uh based on how much money the game makes over a very short period of time uh and you can get uh, uh, uh three three bonus payments uh i would like to see uh, residuals, because uh, I'm on uh, uh, Fortnite. Oh, uh, that's another one. And Fortnite, uh, the mobile game, pulls in about $2 billion a day. Oh, I know, God. right? It's insane. Um, I'm on Fortnite Save the World, and it's, it's yeah, I mean, even that's confusing. Well, we got this right. Fortnite, that Fortnite. You need to get on Fortnite Save the Bank account. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but Fortnite Save for College. <laughs> what's, what's interesting is... Uh, well, uh, just, I, I know you don't have to tell us, but just can you give us a round figure? No, 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 tell us what you, you well, make. Well, I travel but, with a bank statement yeah, exactly. here. Well, no, 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 I'm, say, I'm saying like, I'm saying like, like uh, since they don't give you residuals, give me like a, a example of a bonus that, 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 that you could get. Uh, that one, that somebody oh, could get you? Yeah, yeah no. like what, what would that be? What would that, uh, you might get double. Not you personally, don't give you money. Yeah, you could, well, and, and also at a certain level, uh, you might be working for double or triple scale. Okay. Mm, okay. Right. Uh, which is the kind of thing that your, your uh, agent's going to negotiate for okay. you uh, based on, you know, you're in demand. You can do, the but job. it so it does vary depending on the talent, right? So it's not like a set thing. Like this is well, what everybody gets. Or, if you're if you're doing a union game, you're getting scale, and then after that, there may be some okay. other increases based right. on your. But you got to have a good mouthpiece talking for you. Got to have a good mouthpiece. But you, oh, I, but you know the the celebrities uh, will make more than I will just because they're celebrities. Doesn't doesn't mean they're they're going to be better at it. As a right. matter of fact, uh, uh, yeah. they've had a lot of problems <laughs> with celebrities in video games. There have been a number of celebrities that have come in and just knocked it out and out of the park right. and great. Um, but others who, you know, their process uh, doesn't but, fit video games. But aren't you right. pretty much considered in, in that realm, because you've done a lot. A lot of, for the people out here that don't know, again, if you just now tuning in, this is the voice of a lot of stuff that you may not even know that you're listening to. I'm talking <laughs> about video games, every animated stuff. This is the, like, listen for the voice and you'll hear it. But so you're pretty much like you're upper echelon though. You're not you're not just starting like you are considered as far as I'm concerned, you're considered a celebrity in at least in that realm because you have such an impeccable and, and amazing resume, right? Um in some circles, I'm I'm kind of, but you know, I'm kinda of, you know, the small celebrity, the small small S celebrity. Let's see. Small C celebrity. <laughs> I can't spell though. Um, <laughs> You know, if I go to uh, if I go to uh, Comic Con or Dragon Con or something like oh, that, wow. yeah, pe people 
want my autograph. And then, that's dope. Oh, can I get your autograph? Can I get a selfie with you? And, that's and, and so all dope. and all that's great. So there's a certain amount of celebrity there, but. Um, I remember being humbled, being at the table next to uh, uh, a big Ian? celebrity. Yeah, no, not me. <laughs> and and uh, uh, I mean, the guy's line never ended. Yes. Uh, oh wow. Well, you know, you know who, who I was surprised because um, a voiceover guy. I'm not surprised because of how his trajectory. What's but, up, little Rob? But um, T. Lynn, David, how is everybody? A doing? couple of uh, last Dragon Con. Um, a mutual, a, a mutual friend who I've known from comedy for years, who's a huge voiceover guy, Tom Kenny. Oh yeah, uh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob, and you know, for a while there, I don't think people like you know people knew SpongeBob, whatever. But this last Dragon Con, he also played his band played on the, the yeah, concert yeah. there, right? And uh, I was just amazed at how many because I was just going to go over to say, well, hey, hey what's you, up, Tom? And I had to wait like an hour to say hey to a friend. SpongeBob. Of mine. Oh wow, <laughs> is huge. Yeah, yeah. SpongeBob is one of the the biggest animation mm-hmm. uh, animations out there, cartoon series yeah. out there, right? Uh, it's been on for a long time, and uh, people just love it. Yeah. And, he, and he's 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 uh, he's done a, a a billion other things too. He's a, a great you know cartoon voice. But it's um it's it's crazy to me because yes, yeah, some people in that world just geek out about it. you know yeah. the thing I will say though that I got not even as a voice actor but as a as a consumer I don't like when they use. In big, up, though, in big films, uh-huh. I don't like it when they use celebrities to do animation. And I know it started with Robin Williams doing the the um, oh Aladdin, Aladdin, yeah, Aladdin, yeah. But now it's like you know they're like whatever the uh, the Madagascar. And it's like starring Ben Stiller is the line. I'm like, first off. Why, why Ben Stiller is a lion? Why Ben Stiller is a lion? And also, I'm like, do the kids really go Ben Stiller? They, and the parents no, don't. There's, there's, no, because they know their parents are taking them. They know there's, the parents are taking them to the movie. Though. Yeah, there's another side of that though. A lot of those movies wouldn't get made if they didn't have the stars signed. That's right. I agree. I just so, don't understand why. Um, uh, recent one that I'm Incredibles two. Nice. Uh, if. If they hadn't had the people who signed on, the major stars, uh, it might not have gotten done. And right. I might not have gotten a part in it and, right. and get yeah. that residual. I, I agree. I, ju- well, I just well, think, Okay, well, wait. I got to ask real quick. So the residual from, from that is definitely different than the residual from oh, video absolutely. games. Okay, absolutely. Okay, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, it's so funny. And I love, I love those residual checks that you get like 10 years, 20 years later. Oh, yeah. Like, or a penny. I, I literally got one for sixty cents. And you wonder, well, that's sixty cents. I've had that penny. Yeah, I've yeah. had that, and I get them all penny, the time. I've never had a penny. I save them all up. Way back before I had the dreadlocks, um, I did some on camera and some TV shows, and I would have uh, some of those uh, under fives or a, a small part where you know we started getting residuals. Uh, I was on Murder She Wrote, playing a talk show host, and I'm still getting residuals for that. And that was 1990. So wait, so, so what's the what's the last check you got for like a dollar, oh, it was a like penny, two or three cents? See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I save them up because like like I'll get stuff like I'll wait for the big check, and then I'll take it in with the big check, and then I'll look at the cashier, the teller, and like just don't laugh. It, I'm really want to cash it, but no. Well, that's that's why I do it online now, and I always always wonder if they're gonna go. Yeah, man, I gotta do it online. But with with those, you always get that little. Are you sure this is the correct amount? I know. The worst though, when at the end of the year, so when I do my taxes, I take my stuff, and then sometimes they'll be, you know, because there's sometimes there are, there are groups that pay multiple accounts. Yeah. And sometimes there's one group that pays that account. 
So it's like, you know, I've only done one thing for Warner Brothers. <laughs> so, and it was 15 years ago. So I take my W-2 and it's like $5.75. Hey. I'm like, I have to file a tax return on a, on a W-2. That's but guess $5. what? It's Warner Brothers. That's <laughs> right. all that matters, baby. Like, I thought they'd pay more. Yeah. Well, well not after well they did. Yeah, they, they did. did. They did, yes. And they've been paying a long time, but it yes. gets less and less. It's funny, though. So for a lot of people out here that don't that don't know what the voiceover world is like cuz I'm I'm new to it. I'm way more newer newer to it than you guys are but I love it like I I, oh, yeah. I Beats love working it. for a living. Oh my god. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I, I love the I love it for the most simplest thing though that I could show up wearing whatever I want to wear. Like I love that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like I love that part where So I this just, is uh values for you. Pretty much. Right, exactly. I'm a minimalist. I want to be poorly dressed. I am a minimalist exactly. dude, Dave. I am a minimalist dude. You don't even understand. If I could do comedy in sweats I would get on stage in sweats. That's how, yeah, I'm, I'm low-key like that. But I want to know. He's going to buy a wheelchair. Can you take me over to the mic? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not at that point yet, even though I do see these kids Rascal out here scooter. now with the, with the little scooters and the, everything is motorized now. But I remember my first voiceover gig that I that I did and how excited I was that I was actually doing it. You've been doing it way longer. Do you remember, what was your first voiceover spot ever? And what was your feeling once you were in the booth? How long did it take you to get like accustomed to doing it? What was the first spot? Um, the, well, the first spot that was uh, a union spot uh, through an agent uh, was for the California Lottery. I was still living in Northern uh -huh. California. I was still a DJ then. Uh, you do got a DJ voice. I just know you do got. A DJ don't voice. Say, no, that's, you know, don't say that. <laughs> but I, I was a DJ. I, I uh, was a morning jock on KSOL, which is no longer there. But it was a, the R and B station in in San Francisco. Come on, yeah, I remember KSOL. KSOL, and I worked under the name <laughs> Billy David Ocean. But <laughs> I digress. Caribbean. Yeah. I, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> I would get that once he came out with that because I was Billy Ocean before he came before out he was with Billy Caribbean. Oh wow. And I would get the call, you know, hey, man, I, I like your record, man. I like it. Yeah, but how come, you know, aren't you on tour or something? Why you why you on the radio when you got your record? <laughs> and I said, well, no, we just happen to have the same name. Yeah. Well, how you got the same name? I said, well, what's your name? Uh, Fred Johnson or Fred? Do you think someplace on the planet? Especially Fred There's Johnson. Another. There might be another Fred Johnson. <laughs> oh, man, I never thought of that. <laughs> I never thought. That's why I'm on the radio and <laughs> you're about to be hung up on. Please. He ended it by saying, okay, when you now get, get off my here, radio and get concert? back to my dreams. <laughs> so <laughs> I, after, after a while of that, I started that. adding okay. my name back in, Billy David Ocean. Okay. And I uh, rolled like that for a long time. But... Uh, that first job, California Lottery, is one of the first things that I auditioned for. As a matter of fact, it was the first thing I auditioned for once I had an agent. Wow. Uh, and uh, the California Lottery was fairly new then, since 1990, um, and did well with that. I was the voice of Marine World Africa USA, the oh. summer concert wow. programs, and uh, I won a uh, Golden Prawn Award. Uh, for so, Marine World Africa USA, me saying Golden Voice was not unwarranted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but see that. Remember the homeless guy? That's what they called him. Oh, oh that's right. They did. That's right. The, the, he did have a good voice. No, uh, now, his voice wasn't any better than anybody else's. But what he did, it was the story they hired. Right. He All was right. a guy that could do this thing, and I know so many guys that could do this. So he's standing on the corner. Hey, how are you? So you're not <laughs> expecting the homeless guy. Right. That's true. Right. Uh, to to approach you. Uh, can you hit me? I'm a little 
looking for the. I would like a dollar. Yeah. Hey, how are you? I'm, I'm the homeless lie. guy. You, you would give him a dollar. With a golden voice. Yes. What? Well, don't you want to give me some money? So it became a story. And uh, it turned out. You guys, this, that's not, this is not the homeless dude. I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> not the homeless dude. I was listening. Yes, no. The dude screwed over listening. everybody to try to help him. The homeless dude? The homeless dude. Wow. Uh, it, it, there was a reason he was out there and being homeless. Right. You know, we... Huh. Uh, mm. No, 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 you know, no, no, you know what? There were people who lost jobs who were working it's... hard. Uh, the, the, there was somebody who had that craft account. There was somebody who had mm-hmm. the account when he became the voice of uh, whatever team it was. All of which was short-lived. You know what? It's funny you just said that. So I'm going to go become homeless. No, no. But, I'm going to get more work. No. No, because your point is that he screwed over so many people and that's why he was in that position. I, I've said this before when I've seen homeless people, like young homeless people, like people that look like they still can go work and stuff. I'm like, there's a reason why this person is here. Like maybe they've burned all of the bridges that they could possibly right. burn and that's why they're here. So it's plenty that you would say that. Maybe because again, well, for someone to be that. And not always, but, but sometimes but, but, that's well, sure I'm, I'm talking about this one individual. Uh, does that mean we should ignore the homeless problem? No, 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 and, not at all. No, but this particular individual, when I say, oh, yeah, he had screwed, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> oh, God. What? Oh, no. uh, he had screwed over uh, a bunch of people. Uh, including himself uh, with drugs that got him into the position of being homeless. But once people started helping him, the people who paid his union dues, the people who got him an apartment, uh, the the people who bought some clothes for him and this Mm -hmm. kind of thing, uh, once... He was on his feet, and people were like, oh, well, great. So uh, because it was all loans, it wasn't, oh, we're just giving this stuff to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, he didn't want to have anything to do with him. Now, you're trying, just to cut rip, him now off. you're trying to rip me off and so forth and so on. So many scams, bro. And that's, you know what? And that's what trips me out because you did hear about that dude everywhere. It was everywhere. It was on every news station. And all of a sudden, you didn't hear about him at all. And that, I guess that, that's what would explain it. Now, let me ask you something because <clears throat> as a stand-up, and we've all had we've had this happen before where we lost our voice on stage. Like I've had to do a couple of shows where you know I didn't have a voice, um, which uh, I'm still mad at you, Acme in Minnesota, hmm. because I did the show with no voice and you didn't bring me back. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I am hurt. Um, Some pains right. never go. Never. never. never go I'm away. serious. I was I was sick as fuck that week, man. And I went in as a professional, still did my job. But that's a whole nother story. Neither here nor there. Um, what do you do to keep your voice tip top? Like, do you have certain? Because I know singers have their their uh, their regiments that they do. Do you have a regiment that you say, or certain things? You what's your regiment, and what things do you stay away from? To keep your voice the way it is. Uh, well, I try not to shout unless I'm being paid for it. I got that's smart. Uh, because in video games, there's a lot of shouting. Oh. Uh, if my voice is damaged, I don't talk. If I have a cold, I don't talk, and I certainly hey, don't Judy. whisper. Uh, because whispering is tougher on your voice. Really? Then yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that did not know. Uh, that. You, when you when you break it down and you're trying to do this, it's it's tougher on the chords. Uh, I do. There's some breathing exercises I do. Wow. I have a little medical tube. It's about 12 inches long, and you kind of breathe through it, and that kind of relaxes your vocal cords. I had a couple of singers tell me some really strange things that you can do. One of which was uh, uh, when you're you're a little uh, inflamed in your throat, take some preparation H and rub it in. 
And it sounds like a joke. And you guys are comedians, but I'm, I am yeah. telling you the honest to God truth. Because it shrinks the... Because it shrinks uh, the swelling. Ah. But that's what they do under your eyes. Oh, yeah. When you have bags under oh, your with, eyes, right? With, so, in, in makeup. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's one of the things they do. And I, and I swear, uh, I think the Preparation H people, they repackage that stuff in right. something and charge 10 times more and sell it to women? No, they do because they, they my my wife has some stuff that, that you put under your eyes and it really works. And you I'm like, this is just You threw your wife prep- under the bus, man. <laughs> no, she don't care. She knows. She gave it She, she gave it to me when I when I did my uh, last did last comedy special. I had been up for like three, four days straight. I had bags in my eyes. She goes, come here. Boop, boop. And it was like gone. I was like, Oh, I look, I look younger. I look 20 years younger. I'm, not, and I'm like, this is just Preparation H. Come now, on. Now he walks around with Preparation H uh, around him all the time. That's why people keep calling me an asshole. All right. Uh, but, uh, no, that's but, not why. Yeah, that's not the main reason. <laughs> they do call you that. Really but it's it. just really one of the reasons. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's uh, actually, actually Dave hires two professional masseuses to just, they just massage his, his neck and his throat. Oh, wouldn't that, nice. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? Must be nice. You know, it, it, it really is just... Uh, I, I, I drink a lot of tea with a lot of honey, and I use uh, I, I want manuka honey or local honey that has not been pasteurized. Mm. Once they once they pasteurize it, all the good stuff is gone. Oh wow! Honey's one of the best things in the world for you, but now I got to start thinking about pasteurized honey. <laughs> I, don't just, need, I gotta look and see what because I just do... buy the raw honey. Okay. All right, this uh, so much stuff I got to do in life. It's <laughs> all right, you're young. You're young. You have no great. I don't know about that. No, no, no. You, you must not be looking close enough. It's in there. <laughs> it's in there. But you um, put some honey on that shit. That's right. That. <laughs> Pasteurize. Now, if honey would so, cure gray hair, man. Oh, right. Hilarious. No, but see that 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 that's the look though. You got that's a cool look. Like for me, I, if I if I had your hair, <laughs> don't be jealous. If I had your hair, I might, I might be like, yeah, I'm going with gray dress. You know, right I do now. get guys, you know, uh, my age uh, with no hair, and they walk past me and they're looking like, yeah, you fuck Mother. you, motherfucker. <laughs> Although the worst oh, you're thing just ever, showing off now. You're just showing off. <laughs> the worst thing ever though is the guy that's that's bald. With the it long still hair. Has, it's yeah, like, yeah, stop. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's over. You're not fooling anyone. It's over. It's like, <laughs> it's like Trump with the comb over from the side. Oh, it's like, God. you're not. That's why somebody, I, somebody I will say this, though. That's why he doesn't like windmills. He don't like wind. You do, <laughs> okay. you, you do look wise. I'm not going to lie, bro. You do. You you look like the type of person that if, if, if us three were in a crowded area and someone needed directions, they would ask you. They wouldn't ask either one. I that, know they wouldn't ask me. That happens. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That, You're the one that'd be like, no, no, he knows what he's talking about. You could actually give the craziest directions, and they'd be like, I think it works. Uh, <laughs> like, what would you like to know? <laughs> we need a canoe. Just take the canoe over here, and then it will be fine. He did the, the, like, the, the wise guys at it. Yeah, which which guy do we ask? Um, how about Gandalf over there? <laughs> <laughs> but have you uh, uh so I know you do The Walking Dead. So you know uh, your your dreads remind me of um, Ezekiel. Yeah. Well, there was um, yeah, once a game came out, and uh, the game won 100 Game of the Year awards. I was nominated for Jeez. best voice actor in a video game a number nice. of times, won a couple, got to go to London for the BAFTAs, didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, free trip, free trip. Always a bridesmaid. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> when you hear the actors say, oh, it's an honor just to be nominated, it really is. Yeah, really oh, of is. course, it has to be. Um, what was your question again? See, that's, I can't that's, how, I can't look, that's how much of an honor it was. He's like, I don't even know what the hell you asked me, bro. 
Uh, no, no, I just, but I know you have the resemblance to Ezekiel with, oh, with yeah. the dress. Okay, there we go. It's back, I remember now, <laughs> man. Sir. So um, after that, there was a, a um, Twitter campaign from Walking Dead fans of the game and the show to get me to play Ezekiel. On the show, on the actual show. Yeah, on the actual show. And oh. they, they finally did give me an audition. I don't think they had any idea that they were ever going to. Uh, but to say that to they did, the fans, I yes. think they did. Um, and uh, I, but I, of course, I didn't get it. And I've I've met the actor who played Ezekiel. How great was that? Guy, and he, whoa, 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 and he and he he did a great job he at did. it. Uh, but I I learned subsequently that AMC had issues with Telltale. Walking Dead. They had their own version of a Walking Dead game that uh, nobody played, uh, right. and they were not happy about the Rolling Stone article that said the Walking Dead game was better than the Walking Ooh. Dead TV show. Uh, and I, I didn't. I didn't really learn this until uh, uh, a year or two ago. Uh, they were going to have a uh, big get together uh, for the premiere of the new episode. And a guy called me up. I do um, uh, announce for uh, game show, or game well, some game shows, but uh, uh, award shows as well. Uh, did the NAACP Image Awards for about 15 years. Nice. You wouldn't wow. know anything no. about that. But, <laughs> but, Does that uh, have to do with basketball and football? Yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know. it's okay. It's okay. okay. Um, so a guy called me up and he said, "God, you'd be perfect. You got the tie into The Walking Dead. Let me call him. I'm, I'm so excited." And the MC people, um, uh, uh, no, that's that's a conflict of interest. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So um, wow, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they got a little thing um, going who, on. Who, who, yeah, they, and they had, it was just too. a video game. Whose interest does that conflict? Not mine. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, that, but they did have. I remember the lawsuit actually uh, when their first uh, the first showrunner left. The very Greg, um, Greg Mazzara. I want to say for something, but the first showrunner left. He sued the show. I don't know how the suit ended up being, but it was a big, a lot of legal stuff between that. And this is right around the time, of course, with the game because I played the other game as well. And my thing with video games is I don't like, I don't like not being able to see the person. Like I want to see. The oh person. boy, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm like not a this. big gamer, but that drives me nuts yeah, too. I, what do you call it? Is this a certain term for? It? But I want to see the character. I want to see the character running, jump, right. shooting, and all that stuff. So you don't want it to be a POV. when it's all that's point of view. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's why I didn't really because I, I actually do love the show. I love the, the 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 Walking Dead show, but I'm like, man, when when I saw they were bringing out a game, I'm like, oh great. But then I saw that they were doing it. Some some one version was like this, and another version was like it. It just wasn't. It, they could have made it so much better. You see what I'm saying? So well, but here's here's the difference. Um, Telltale, which unfortunately is no longer there now. Telltale, their whole thing was narrative story. Their whole thing was mm -hmm. uh, let's tell a good story. It's not about how uh, facile you are with the the controller. It's uh, we're giving you another experience. Uh, it is that age old idea of the audience being part of the storytelling. Right. And this actually is one of the things that's amazing about video games because if you look at them, you know, history of entertainment going back to when the caveman would c come in and lie about the size of the mastodon that they killed. <laughs> uh, on through. You're not that old. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> he did voiceover for the first cave paintings. Okay. But, but it's just been, it's just been 
once we got video games, right. that the audience did more than clap or boo, uh, that they got to make decisions about what happens in the story. Yeah, that is okay. That's this is I remember that because they'll be like, "Hey, choice A, B, C, and whatever." Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that, and those are some of the things I did like about it. But also, uh, like there's like God of War. I don't know if you ever, you know, I'm sure yeah. you're familiar with God of War. Like if they made it like that, I people like me would play it more because I, I want to be that character. I want to be Rick Grimes. I want to be you know. I want to be Ezekiel. I mean, not the head chopped off part. Ezekiel, I mean, sorry for the spoilers, but but having the tigers, cool, damn cool. Come on, come on, come. On. You know how like, this is how much Give I my love my dog some tiger stripes. This is how much I love animals. Like I saw when they in the episode because you know it's a CGI tiger. Of course, yeah. it's not a real tiger. But when they killed the, the CGI tiger, I didn't watch that episode. <laughs> That's how much I love animals because I was yeah. like, oh, they're gonna kill. So how do you tiger. feel about the story lately? The the, the poacher, the, the elephant oh. killed, and the lion oh. ate him. Oh, well, I, 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 I feel no. I, I'm not sorry for the. the I call culture. it teamwork. No, yeah, teamwork. That, that was <laughs> great. not sorry. Sorry, I, I, I think I stood up and clapped yeah. when I saw the story. I saw I saw a news story and, and there was an elephant and a a lion, uh, in close proximity and it looked like they were high fiving. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was Ben Stiller and um, yeah. uh, whoever the other person was. I th- those are those when I see those stories, I honestly am like, yay, animal. Yeah, James um, Earl Jones. That's yeah. the name you were looking for. Who's it? James Earl Jones. Yes. Because it's like, first of all, I I really want to know how that was set up. Part of me is like, did the elephant and the lion say, look, bro, we can either work together on this and get rid of this dude or what? And the lion's like, you got a point. You got a point. Let's go ahead and kill him. Actually, you got uh, two points. You (laughs) got them tusks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, folks, no, I'm here I, with two comedians. He's like, he's like, Tip well, your wages. I, I, I'm the I'm king totally of the jungle. You actually kill more people every year with your stamping of the like, fe- If we could get the hippopotamus <laughs> yeah, in here, yeah, they yeah, really yeah, kill yeah, them. Exactly. And Elvin's like, I won't forget this favor. Hey, Niall Crocodile, <laughs> get over here. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be hilarious. Like everyone, every every animal in the animal kingdom just took their turn on this Could dude. you imagine? It's kind of like birds, too. And <laughs> yes, I, I think exactly. there's been, you know, The Birds was a great movie, uh, but I think Somebody at some point did uh, some movie where the animals were turning on uh, human beings. It, it sucked, so it didn't. We don't right. remember it, but yeah. Well, this is, it, uh, I can see that. It's almost like uh, Planet of the Apes with uh, the 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 main ape when he you know he was smart, so he organized all the other apes to be like, hey, you know what? We're stronger than these people. We're faster. We can do all of this stuff. Let's kill them. I mean, not kill them. I mean, eventually, if they come mess with us, we kill them. <laughs> but you know, um, so I when I saw the story, I was like, yay, because I, I, I first of all, because it made me feel better. About the story that I saw about the hunters killing the bear, the hibernating bear. Like, oh, dude, yeah, that, yeah, that made yeah. me, I couldn't even watch that. I'm this not. Is what we're doing, me, this is what it's, and you know, I, my, my mother's side of the family is from Texas, and I, my cousins and family hunt, but the deer that they hunt and the wild boar that they hunt, they eat. Right. right. Uh, when you're just out there, hey, I just want to kill this big thing because it'll or, make me feel good. And a, call it a, a sport. S- a sleeping bear cub. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Do you understand how heartless you have cub. to be? Do you understand how, how little bit of any kind of... S- Neanderthal. It's insane. Neanderthal. Yeah, it's, you're it's, a savage. You yeah. are a plain fucking savage. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I hope they throw the book at him. Um, <laughs> or let the let the lions oh, eat yeah. him. And yeah, they, they should take the that guy. They, they, should, them. they should take right. that guy on a trip to Africa. The guy with oh. the bear guy. You know, I would love to see the Trump boys go to that same place oh, in Africa the, without uh, guns. The, now it's yes, a sport. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead Trump. Let's let's right. use your wits. Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dave. Uh, buy, buy your way through that one. I don't know if you know, but we you know we take uh, sometimes people will write in questions uh, and stuff like that. We I didn't do it. It wasn't me. <laughs> no, this was not you. I'm let me double check now. Yeah. But uh, Heath wants to know. Heath, by the way, said he loves you. He said it earlier. I like, love that. Oh, really. thank you. Uh, but he wants to know if you still do, uh, you coach voice actors. He says, uh, Oh, absolutely. He says, I'm training with Steve Bloom. Oh, you and got others, a good guy. But Dave's voice pattern is similar to my own. Okay. I don't. Do you know yeah, check me out. Uh, uh, DaveFinoy.com. You can book yourself. Every Wednesday on Facebook, I do an Ask Dave Finoy Anything. All you got to do is tune in. It's all free. Answer your questions. Um, I do classes. As a matter of fact, next Thursday, not this Thursday, next Thursday, I'm doing a free webinar uh, and that you'll be able to free, sign up for. Free, free. free yeah. webinar. Um, and we'll run through uh, video games, TV promos, uh, reading copy in general, and narration. Uh, and I teach a lot, which... I never thought I'd do. Uh, my right. mother was a school teacher, and she, oh, son, you should be a school teacher. Mom, I, I want to grade papers. And, right. You know, I, I want to make some money and have some fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and um, once I started teaching, I began to enjoy it. And then I decided, and you only start in voiceover because people, oh, you do voiceover? Man, can you tell me how to do voice? And after yeah. a while, you're like, okay. Uh. Right. Well, once I said, okay, I'm going to take this really seriously, uh, let me do a niche. Um, everybody, a lot of people doing commercials, TV promos, narration. So I said, well, let me do a whole course on video game, voice acting for video games. And I've been doing that for about five, six years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I also teach the other things, too, but that's what I'm known for. And, uh, you know, I, I help people with uh, demos, but only, only video game demos right now. <laughs> but uh, I enjoy it. And... I feel like uh, it's a dangerous world out there for the fledgling uh, voice actor because there are a lot of people out there saying, yeah, come to me. I can tell you how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure, kid. <laughs> Let me hear your voice. Ah, yeah, just uh, four or five hundred thousand dollars. And, um, and you really need to have been doing this a long time wow. to understand what it is you do. Sometimes people have talent and they can do it, but they don't know Thanks, man. what. I appreciate it. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't know what it is that they're actually doing. It's. Right. It's. They just happen yes. to. A athletes are like that. A lot of times, the the best coaches aren't the best athletes. Yeah. A lot of times, the best athletes, um, <clears throat> of course, aren't the best coaches, and a lot of times they are, but. I was going to say that, I mean, I've never taken a class with Dave, but I know Dave, and we used to do a, 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 workout, group, group, a, a workout, workout group together. And I'll, and I'll tell you, there's certain things, like, I'm pretty cynical when it comes to a lot of things. Like, in comedy, there's people who teach comedy. Yeah. And as comedians, you're just like, oh, you can't teach comedy. Now You, you can't can, teach somebody. But you can teach the business end of comedy. You can teach people certain rules. You can teach people to look and study comedy. And why is Richard Pryor so great? Why was George Carter? Look at this joke, and why does this joke work versus doing it a different way? You can do that, but you can't teach the talent of comedy. But... So I was kind of like, eh, every time I would, you know, any sort of any sort of class or workshop or anything like that. But I will say that there are certain things that people in voiceover um, hear, 
Certain people hear it and they know how to get the right thing out of somebody. And when we do do the group, you go in and you read and everybody in the group gets to say, hey, uh, try this, do this. Who are you talking to? Whatever the thing they're thinking of that would make you do a different or better read or whatever. And some of it you go, eh, and some of it you try and it works. Some of it you try, it doesn't work. But I always noticed there's the one or two people who are consistently giving giving advice or giving input <clears throat> that I go, yeah, that's what you need to do. Even if I couldn't put my finger on it, like I hear, hear somebody read and I go, oh, what is it there? And then, but Dave is one of the people, he would be like, okay, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I think you should try. And I'm always like, yeah, that's, yeah, he's right. Yeah. And I remember um, what made me less cynical is I took a a promo workshop with Maurice Tobias. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I remember there was only like 10 of us. It was on a weekend and there was my the agency brought 10 people in and they're like the top 10 promo people at this get to at, at this place get to work, Jim, I call it, at this agency get to do it. And we did it for a weekend and I was so cynical, like, what is she going to teach me? And I remember her doing things that were so off the wall, like goofy, almost like I thought, what is this, some spirituality thing? And she would say stuff like, <clears throat> you know, you'd, I would do, do, uh, do the read and she'd be like, What's your favorite something or other? I'd be like, I don't know. What's your favorite ice cream? I'd say, she'd go, okay, tell me about that ice cream or whatever the hell it was. And I would say, and then she'd go, tell, wait, say it again and then go right into the read. And I'd do it. And, and it, you know what? And it's like crazy weird stuff. And it, everyone would be like, oh my God. I'm like, uh, how did you know to do that? I, I used to work with <clears throat> uh, Maurice Tobias. It's been a long time. And in many ways, she's uh, she's a little bit scary to work with because mm -hmm. she'll tell you who you are based on your read. Right. And one of the things I try to get people to understand, because everybody, you're listening to a James Earl Jones or a Don LaFontaine or me or somebody, right. and, oh, I want to do it like them. Mm, yeah. And like a musician, there are things you can learn by learning the licks of, of uh, your favorite musicians, but sooner or later, you got to make it you. Right. right. So you have a lot of people who really don't know how they sound. Right. And what they're trying to do when somebody else hands them this page of words, uh, some, what something somebody else has written, they're trying to now take somebody else's words and somebody else's voice and timing and rhythm mm -hmm. and make that their own. Right. When, in fact, if they really were in touch with who they are, which goes back to what you were talking about, comedians. Right. The best comedians are, they're talking about their pain and their experience and right. their life. That's uh, why Pryor so, was so great. Yeah. And so when you bring yourself through it, even if you're doing a cartoon voice, but but right. you, because we, we all, a, a great actor, um, all our favorite actors, most of the time it seems like they're just playing themselves. Right. You know, yeah. well, we've got some, sometimes we'll get onto another voice or something yeah. like that, but you're still letting those real honest emotions come through in a real honest way. Right. And that's what's difficult right. it, uh, is is finding yourself. I tell people, about, look, <clears throat> you're hanging with your boys, your girls, your family, whatever. Turn on the recorder on your phone and just let it record you for a while. Right. Uh, long enough that you forget that it's there and you stop trying to sound like you sound good. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and then listen back to who you really are. Yeah. Now, give me that. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. And that's really hard to do when <clears throat> that's I think that's what's the the good people what what makes them good is being able to to do that and also do, you know, cuz you also get caught up in the in the specs and you can't ignore the specs, but you can't be a slave to the specs because yeah. half the time I follow the specs and I'm like 
this is I this is perfect. This is exactly what they want. And then I don't get it. And then I see the commercial, and it's completely something diametrically different. opposed. Because that person just did what they the felt, lesson, and they go, "Ooh, I like that." The yeah. lesson is that is is understand that you are the secret sauce. Yep. Yeah. You got to bring you to it. Um. It's it's when you say especially because I always tell comedians this because they'll ask me I, I can never tell a comedian what to write I always say write what you think is funny be honest to yourself but what you just said about recording yourself what I like to tell comedians to do is I say when you when you're when you're on stage the best way to find out your voice and who you are is pretend like you're talking to people that you know already your friends your buddies and right but I said. Think about the funny, a funny thing that happened to you and how you told them that. But make sure that you understand that you didn't try to be funny when you told the story. You were just right. telling the story and they just happened to be laughing. Yeah. I said, yeah. that's your natural rhythm right there. That's how you naturally, that's that's your essence. So I said, if you can translate that to stage, that's when you'll get them. Because right. a lot of what we do, you know this, like we could write a joke and you've seen like well-written jokes, but if a person doesn't know how to deliver it, it doesn't do anything. Right. And uh, and vice versa. I've seen people who are just horrible people, but they're really good writers, <laughs> right. really good writers. So when I always say, when you want to come across as genuine, talk the way you naturally talk. And I remember watching old, you know, sometimes we watch old footage of our material and stuff. And I looked at old footage of what I used to do on stage. And sometimes I felt like I had to speed it up and do this. That's not my rhythm. My right. rhythm is this is how I talk. And every once in a while you get some sporadic moments of levity and all that stuff. But it's it's really here. So when when you're saying that for people who are trying to get in the voiceover, because that was going to lead me into the question for you. If you had to give somebody, say, five tips Five tips to say, I. What would be the five most important things you would tell somebody that's trying to get into voice voice acting? Uh, one, uh, be you. Uh, let 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 the words you're saying. The word I have a number of sayings. The words are only there to remind you of what you're saying. Right. We're not reading the words. They're, they're just there. Uh, as a reminder, uh, and once you get into the mechanics of reading, read the phrases, not the words. Don't make the word so precious. It's everything else that's precious. Okay. It's it's who that character is, uh, what that character feels, uh, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they're doing, the relationship with the person that they're talking to, what's their condition. Those are the things that we really want to portray. The the words are only there to give. Uh, 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 to give meaning uh, and definition right. to what what that character is thinking and feeling. Okay. Okay. So, B, what else? What else you got from? Uh, that wasn't enough. That was. That was a master class right there. Right. God damn it. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought we were going into five. Um, <laughs> I, I thought, I'm sorry. I was letting the words judge me, uh, dude. In, no, that in, was. That, that was like ten in one. No, 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 and and that's but that's why I, I I gotta tell you I'm in awe of having you on on the show, simply because like I said I'm new to voiceover I'm new to all this but the people that make it seem seamless bro like I was I had uh, I was talking to somebody earlier and they they brought up stand up and you know I've been doing this eighteen Ian's been doing this like twenty something like this but when we're on stage. And people are like, man, you just look like it's just whatever. And I'm like, yeah, because that's where I, I feel most naturally comfortable. Right. Do you feel most naturally comfortable? Because I remember you mentioned the the on camera audition for Walking Dead. 
do you feel naturally comfortable in the booth? Is that is that? I pro- I'm probably more comfortable in the booth than I am in front of a camera, uh, just because I've got I've logged so many yeah, hours yeah. over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done. Uh, a fair amount of on-camera stuff, uh, but I didn't come to LA to do on-camera, so I've never really, really? chased it. Uh, I came to do voiceover. Wow, that was that was my purpose. I wasn't trying to be a comedian. I wasn't trying to be uh, an on-camera actor. That's rare, bro. But 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 they are the same thing. Right. Yes. Yeah, now there there there's some different. Uh, rules, different challenges. I'll, I'll put it that way for voiceover as opposed to to on camera. You know, uh, and talking about video games as an actor, uh, you don't have another actor that you're bouncing uh, energy off of. Uh, you're not in costume. You don't have any blocking. Right. It's words on a page. And once you're doing the game, you had a chance to study uh, the four or five or even ten lines when you audition. But now that 350 lines that you're looking at, you've never seen before. Oof. So how do you how do you make that real and the character again? And do you do you tap? How much do you? Since you've been at it this long, how much do you look at other people to help you? Since you're, I mean, you're you're a Jedi. Do I, you're you a mean, Jedi do, I, do I watch other actors and, and yeah? Do, and do you have a mentor? Do you have somebody that you say, you know what? I'm still trying to figure this out. I'm going to call so and so. Do you have that type of person? Well, you know, from time to time, uh, if I feel like I'm, you know, getting some bad habits or uh, gotten into a rut with something. Uh, yeah, I might take a, a workshop with somebody on TV promos. I want to have, you know, when I first came to town, I was doing a lot of TV promos. I still do them. I don't. I'm not under contract to anybody right now. Um, so, you know, I might go. Mm, you know what? Uh, I think I have some bad habits I've developed. Let me go clean this up with somebody whose ears I trust. Okay. Uh, that kind of thing. And I have done that before, and I think we all need from time to time to go see somebody that we trust uh, who is not intimidated by our experience and we that, that is willing to tell you the truth. Right. That right there. And I, I run into a lot of people who have been in the game uh, as long as I have or sometimes even longer and uh, let their ego get in the way. Well, I've been doing this for 50 years, you know, I didn't, well, you know, 50 years ago, we didn't have all the things we have right. now. It's a different world now. Yeah. We're a much more casual society mm-hmm. now. Uh, we don't, we don't trust the guy that has that voice anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, all, all the, you know, the voiceover world lives in the world. Right. And the world is, is different now in, in, in so many ways. Yeah. So <clears throat> well, I was going to say to Ty too, that, you know, there isn't i mean there's a difference but but i think the people that are really good with voiceover they are they're actors a lot of people call themselves yeah. voice actors and especially I, I do i mean it's it's different from i mean yeah obviously if you're just reading the announcer you know from a the end of a you know coke commercial or whatever you, you're saying whatever the, but if you're a character in that if you're doing animation you're doing a video game it's there's if if it was you if they were filming you you'd be saying those same lines whether right. you're in front of the camera or they're or it's an animated version of you or an animated version of a turtle it doesn't matter it's still you talking it's still your character there's still yeah. you know and um and I think that's the hard part I think people forget when they sometimes they get there and they're reading words and it's like so they have the they don't have to have it memorized they're not playing it off somebody right. that it's like no you're still just being a 
character. Uh, and and then they get, they get too caught in the words. Right. Right. And you know, your body informs your voice, so it needs to show up in your vo- in your in your facial features. It needs right. to show up in uh, you know, even though you have to stay on mic. Yeah. Uh, you you have to pantomime some of the things right. that you would be doing if yeah. you were on camera. Um, and you know, different now. Uh, Animation, funny voices, but you still have to give it, bring it real character. Uh, right. Video games uh, leans more towards uh, drama, although there's some comedy, but still you have to bring uh, some some truth to it. Right. There's some things, um, despite the fact that you have to bring truth to, there's a style to. Right. right. So when you get into TV promos, right. And you're doing, you know, you're doing drama promos, right. and you can get into a thing where it's, you know, it's you're. It's a style, but at the same time, there still has to be. Damn, I want to hear the rest of their promo a, just now. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, what my favorite was when I was a kid. I didn't, I didn't know promo was a thing. I, can't, I wish I could. I always forget his name. But he did all that. I think it was CBS in the eighties. Um, Donald LaFontaine? No, it wasn't Donald LaFontaine. Okay. Um, but he was always the guy that would. <clears throat> he had that that switch. I always remember because the Love Boat and the, but Oh he, no, that was ABC and that was, was it ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, that's yeah, Ernie Anderson. Ernie Anderson. Yeah, the yeah, Love Boat. And you always go and because I remember going. And now, yeah. Then on an all new hard gasoline McCormick. Like he had that thing, uh, and he'd be like, "Then on an all new Love Boat." Well, and then he would have that switch. Then on an all new, and it was like it was, he had these switches that were so dope. He would. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Cleveland, and he was the booth announcer for Channel Five, uh, and he had this show called Goulardi. On Friday nights, he played the uh, B, C, and D horror movies. And he would dress up in this costume, <laughs> and he was Goulardi, turned blue, purple Khalifa. <laughs> you know, you're wearing your white socks. You must be from Parma. And um, I mean, it, it was the strangest, weirdest thing. It's bizarre. It, it, it was bizarre, but it, it, it was—he was this 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 beatnik ghoul. Wow. And. <laughs> And uh, it it had it had the best ratings on Friday nights of any show that was on television, uh, network shows included. (laughs) It reminds me of a Son of Svengali. Was a was a, I know you have to look it up. It's it, but it's it was more like that. Like he played the scary movies. He dressed, it was on Channel Thirteen. It was when you know you had V UHF and VHF. Yep. But you, mm-hmm. you know, the the little thing. But that's when you just described. That's what it reminded me of. He, he probably had, got yeah. it. He probably got it from <laughs> Ernie. From another guy. I I, I but I, I love that. Does I mean it's obviously a lot has changed in in, in promo. But man that. I, that is in my childhood memories of the '80s of just you know. Oh yeah. I used to I used to mimic that all the time. I'd be like, then on the A team. I know when I was a kid. Uh, my my first agent well, in L.A. Uh, represented Ernie uh, SBV, and uh, my first day in, he was there, and I said, Oh wow, Ernie, hey, I'm Dave Fennell, I'm new here, and gosh, you know, I used to listen to you when you were Goulardi on Channel Five, and he looked at me and said, Hey, nice to meet you, kid. <laughs> I love it. Um. <laughs> I want to ask you, because uh, I, I know also another benefit of, of voiceovers is that you can pretty much do it anywhere. I remember Ian and I were on the road uh, for our Divided Comedy Tour that we do promo. Um, <laughs> so we were on the road one day, and uh, we, we had just checked into the hotel room, and Ian was like, I got to lay this promo down for this thing. I got to send this in. So he's on the bed, right? And Well, I had nothing it, for that one because I forgot. I remember that. Yeah. I forgot to bring stuff on this tour. They had nothing, bro. And so he got on the bed, pulled the thick cover over his head. Oh. 
<laughs> and I had to be, I was just sitting there, I was just watching, it's like. <laughs> You're breathing too loud. Yes. <laughs> so we I did was it. like, I can't believe I got to do this under the comforter. Oh, that, It that, worked though, great. This is, this, <laughs> the, uh, voice actors have been doing this yes. for years, pillow forts, you know the thing, <laughs> oh, yeah. the thing that falls oh, yeah. out that, you, that you're, you can put your luggage on? Yes. Set that up on the desk, or covers over it, yeah, the you know pillow what? behind it, wow. you're like, well now, now they, they, well there was a company for a while, uh, they had the Porter Booth Pro. Uh, which was a, a fold-up, uh, zip-up thing. Uh, but the thing now is called a Chaotica eyeball. Okay. So what's that? And it's it's a big foam ball that has a big round thing and then a hole in the bottom. And you stick the microphone up through the hole and you're you're looking at – that's why they call it an eyeball. It's like you're looking at that eye. And it gets rid of all the sound bounce. Wow. Now, you still have to be in a quiet room. Okay. Right. But usually the problem isn't the the noise in it's the room. The, it's the bouncing off the hard walls and windows okay. and stuff. So it eliminates all of that. And um, I carry one in my suitcase everywhere I go. You, you, know, you know what's funny is like, <clears throat> so I had built a little, I don't have like a full studio in my house because I wasn't, most of the stuff I was doing at the time, like when I did do promo stuff for uh, when I did Bravo and that, I went in. They wanted me in. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, because it's there when you're, especially when you're doing promo, you're reading it what to up, the spot. What up, everybody that right? tuned in? Tuned reading in. So, the picture. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, um, so I didn't really have like a major thing, but I had to, we moved rooms and I, I didn't set up a booth, right? So I have my computer and I have a couple mics and I just had like, um, you know, a couple of real basic mics just to do auditions. I don't do anything from my house. If I do, I'll go to a place. I don't do anything that I have to actually record from, but for auditions, you know, and it just was not working. And I'm like, there was too much, but I didn't have, have the room done properly. And I just, even auditions sucked, right? And I wasn't, it just wasn't, people were complaining. They're like, it sounds off. It sounds... And my daughter, who was like nine, I came in one day and she had taken a shoebox. Oh, so you told me this. I remember. And she had lined it with um, with foam and a couple egg crates and glued it inside and had put my microphone in this little shoebox. And I'm like... Your daughter's a genius. I'm like... Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. She's, you, she's you amazing, could, bro. You could market that. And then she tried to put a little thing where you could pin my copy, but it didn't work there. But she's like, and then you can pin your copy. I was like... That's pretty smart. <laughs> so it's like it's funny now. Clearly, I, I, she got her brains from her mother. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but now, now I actually have a. I went. They actually bought a little thing like that. That's foam that surrounds the mic. But yeah. I'm like, this was she. She had my nine year old yeah. created this out of a shoebox. I'm like, and it worked. I did it. And everyone was like. Oh, what'd you do? Did you build a studio? I'm like, no, my daughter built a shoebox. <laughs> and no, my and built there's, a there's a number of ways to do it. Uh, <clears throat> you can be in the corner of a room and and have curtains, so mm. you're you're and ah. the curtains will eat up the sound. You know, the microphone's coming from the corner. Um, you can have a, a a booth. I have a booth, uh, a whisper room, and it can have rock wool in it, covered in uh, some kind of cloth, or you could have uh, acoustic foam, but. I've, I read and saw a report, uh, four or five towels stretched over uh, a wooden frame right. is better than all of it. Really? Wait a so you could make you could you could get some used towels or buy some uh, go to a hotel steal a bunch of them. Uh, <laughs> did I say that? I did. We don't promote stealing on the show, but steal yeah. them. Yeah. Um, we actually use robes, not towels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know, make some frames and put them over, or just hang them. 
uh, in your booth and and cuts down the sound. Really, what you want are not flat walls. Right. Uh, even if you're looking at a shelf that's got lots of little doodads and knickknacks mm. on it on right. one wall and some foam over here and a curtain over there, uh, just so you don't have uh, walls parallel to one another that bounce sound back and forth. Yeah. I have the uh, half dome with the foam. Uh, it's like this. And yeah. I just put the mic inside the thing. How well does it work for you? It actually, I booked two spots off of it. So it, it actually, yeah. actually works pretty well. But I also have it set up in the room to where like, I try to block the sound out. There's no really no sound coming out from this side, but there's traffic on the street. But it blocks it out. Like I'll I'll listen. I'm like okay, you can't hear the cars coming by. So it's cool, but it's still not. You know. That's one of the reasons uh, uh, the so-called LA voiceover mic, uh, Sennheiser 416 shotgun mic. Um, as a matter of fact, Ernie Anderson was the first one to use that when he was at ABC. He didn't want to be in a booth by himself. Uh-huh. So they had him sitting in the room with all the machines and all the guys. Uh, but uh, this is the microphone that they use for movies and television that the guy, the boom guy is holding right. up. And, oh, God, my arms. Uh, and uh, But it doesn't hear the things on the outside it's of it. Strange. Just here's what, is, what, oh, wow. what it's pointed at. Yeah. Uh, so it's the kind of thing you can take on the road, uh, and it's it's going to be very picky about what it hears. It hears right. what's right there, but not what's over there. Yeah. So let me ask you, uh, where is the weirdest place? Because I know you travel too, which is you know, and, and I'm sure that's one of the benefits of being a, a voice actor as opposed to um, you have to be on camera to do the audition or actual film. Where is the cool? Where is the weirdest place you had to? send in something, record and send something in? Where were you in the world? Uh, I was in the Maldives. Uh, I was a celebrity host for the World Series of Video Games. Wow. Game on! And uh, wow. I was in the Maldives, and I was on the beach. And and I didn't have my Kayataka eyeball then, uh, so I... Stole a bunch of towels. Or, no, I actually <laughs> because I gave them back. I borrowed be. them. I borrowed them. I borrowed them. Sure you did. Uh, I, I borrowed a bunch of he towels. Built a sand hut. Uh, well, I didn't build a. I didn't build a sand hut, but it, I was where some trees were, and I, you know, had my laptop and I had my uh, uh, Apogee microphone, and I made myself wow. a little little area in the trees here where the and. Um, I don't know. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that is the weirdest. I, was about to say, I, was, I thought he was going to say something like, well, I was in my car and I had to put the towels up on the car. He's like, no. no, no. I've done it in, well, the car's not that weird. I've done it in a car. A car actually can be a pretty good place to record. Yeah. I, I tried the car one time early on and I tried to, re- actually, I found that. If, uh, was that dri- when you still had a hoopty? Yeah. <laughs> you can't be driving it, though. You know, you got to be <laughs> in your Mercedes or BMW or Lexus no or, or nowadays your, 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 your Tesla. But, you know, that. That, that hoopty, yeah, yeah, you can do it. Uh, you can the engine. It sounds. Like, <laughs> I can hear the engine, bro. Uh, no, I. Hey, like, when there I are no it, windows in this car. This will not work. <laughs> well, what I did was I tried to find a little small, uh, uh, empty parking lot. Which you never realize how weird that is that you're driving in the middle of a parking lot trying to find a little corner to do a voiceover. Until, sure pe- are, until people are looking at you, yes. Sure you are, sir. No, I'm just trying to record something. Uh-huh, right, sir. Yes. Step out of the car, please. Uh, that was the weirdest place for me. But then once I got once I got this little device, I was like, okay, cool. Then I can at least take it with, to different spots with me. But I know for you, you're doing like this, these high-end things. So do you find that people are like, all right, we get it. You're out on the road. We'll, we'll, we'll understand, and we can do this when you get back in? Well, here's the thing. If you're just doing an audition, um, 
you know, there have been times I've been someplace where it was horrible. All I had was my iPhone and and no microphone to plug into it, yeah. uh, maybe my earpiece, but uh, I was not in optimum conditions at all. Then what you have to hope is that your performance is good because your performance will out. Uh, if your performance is great and they know, okay, this is an audition. Once we get him in the studio, it'll be wonderful. Uh, but they're going to hear whether that performance is working or not. Okay. Is, it, is there truth in it? Um, now, you know, if you're trying to do that as the job, well, maybe not. You know, it's funny. Is I actually booked a spot one time <clears throat> back when I was at SPV. This actually the um, the one I get the 60 cent residuals from, which was a voice match, ah. um, which is funny because was, I was voice matching Cat Williams. And uh, when Cat I, Williams. Yeah, and it's funny because when I showed up, the guy. Let went, me hear your Cat Williams. Got. Uh, I'm trying to think of what, what something Cat Williams says. Um, let's see. What Talk about say? his hair. <laughs> goes, Way to put him on the spot, Dave. <laughs> Way to put him on the spot. Um, He's the one who brought you, up Cat Williams. That's you have got to be talking to your star motherfucking player. You have got <laughs> to bring in your star motherfucking player. Now, look. No, so anyway, I had okay. to do... Okay. So I did voice match for him. When I walked in... That was guy, a more light-skinned yeah. Captain yes. man. <laughs> when, I, when I came in, when I came in, the guy went... Are, are you... Um, are you are you are you in? <laughs> yes, goes, I motherfucking am. Yeah, I go. Yeah, he goes. You're you're the you're the Cat Williams. I said yeah, and he goes. Okay, <laughs> but but I but I did that over the phone. The guy was like, the guy goes, can you call this person? They need you know. To, and I'm like, all right. So I called, and I was like, um, I believe it was that that was the one. It was some voice. Might have been that one or another voice match I did. And I just called the person, the producer, whoever was on the phone, and they said, all right, can you say this line as so and so. And I had the conversation with them, and they're like, okay, come in, whatever. I, but I booked it on a conversation on the phone. <laughs> See? <clears throat> this is the smallest thing, bro. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, we got to yeah. in a second. But we didn't even do any politics, god dang it. Well, okay, but again, we did not do them because, again, we just weren't sure. But now that we know, we can have Dave on what? in the future. And we, if the world is still here, yeah. we... I want to see the report. Yes. I want to see, see the, the Mueller report. Right? Yeah. So we will... Wait, really quick, really quick, Let's before we we'll, go. We'll give you some politics, people. Yes. For the people that were expecting but, it. What do you guys think about this freaking thin-skinned douche? For the third year in a row, he will not go to the correspondence dinner... You know, oh, you know where that started. Oh, you know oh. where it started, right? It started Obama. Obama. It started with Obama because Obama was roasting them, and they put they panned the camera on him, and the dude yeah. was not smiling at all. He was he was hurt. Yo, he's the thinnest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this isn't funny. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't have a comb over. Um, <laughs> Listen, but I mean, come on, dude. Like you you don't you don't even have enough self awareness to let people make jokes at you, like. How petty and, 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 He's that and childish petty. are you He's that as the childish. fucking president of the United States that you can't take a couple for the no, no, fucking no. country? No, no, because here's the thing. You got to understand something. And, and, and I'm actually, in, in all seriousness, this dude has built himself up to feel like he isn't wrong about anything. He has no flaws. He wants, in his mind, in his mind and in his followers' mind, he has zero flaws. So to go someplace where someone's pointing it out to him, pointing this out to him, and he can't say anything, all he can do is sit there right. and take it. 
that's not in his DNA, bro. He can't fathom that. Whereas every other president in history hasn't been able to go there and take the joke. Shit. Um, what's his name? Uh, he used to do the parodies with uh with Dana Carvey, George Bush. George Bush, George Bush would sure. be like side by side, split screen. This guy in his mind is perfect. This guy in his mind has no flaws. So when someone is saying, "Look, look at the jokes I'm making about you," he can't deal with that. That's part of the reason why his followers well, will no won't accept that this dude is wrong about anything. Well, also one of the things a con man does. Let's not forget, con is confidence. A con man cannot ever be below you. The con man always has to be the authority on everything, and that that so yeah. he cannot ever. Despite that, he knows nothing. Right, exactly. exactly. But that's the thing is he can't ever let on to the fact that he knows he's full of shit even for the shortest tiniest no. amount because then all of his little house of cards of his 30% of people that fall will crumble because they're on this they are fooled enough to think that this guy does know everything yes windmills stupid when you say fooled stupid yes sound oh, from, the carnage of the birds sound from <laughs> sound from windmills does cause cancer it causes cancer right exactly that's <laughs> this is a theory this is, this Johnny is a theory. put down on that pinwheel. <laughs> this is the theory I gave Ian last week when it when it comes to this. Too I, much noise. I honestly think that this dude, as dumb as he is, I honestly think he just says stuff to see what else he can say. <laughs> I, you I mean really like do. his father was born in Germany? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, like like I never like really... the wall the, like the wall that they're repairing now. Is, no, I built this. Yeah, so, it's, this it's already been built. It's already been built, but I still need $10 billion to build it. But I what? think he what does that, like, just to see, I, and I keep telling Ian, the smartest thing this dumbass said was, I love the poorly educated. Because you can easily manipulate these right. people. It, I mean, it is, it, think about this, man. And I like what, how they're like, he does like he's, us. He's not a bright <laughs> man. He doesn't know anything, but he's very cunning. Yeah. And yes. and and uh, quite evil. And he's, right. he's willing to say anything at any time. Right. And uh, he did learn... Uh, the propaganda of the Nazis. Uh, yes. If you tell a lie, tell a simple lie, tell a simple big lie, tell it over and, and over, over and over again and uh, play on people's fears and, That's right. and you can get a lot of power. It is, yeah. it is amazing to <clears throat> me that we're in a society that this dude has been able – I mean because, again, some stuff you look at and you're like, okay – that that's just dumb. But now these things are just becoming again, I think he says it honestly just to see what he can say. When you come out and tell somebody wind causes I can't even say what a straight yeah. fucking face. Wind causes wind cause, I can't even uh, uh, dude, but, look, but, but look, he's not far off. Look look at look at other what he's well, doing. He's not far off from what? Uh, of other dictators. Oh, I thought you were about to say. No, 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 <laughs> no, wind wind sound causes cancer for sure. Uh no, uh it causes chemtrail cancer. But um no, they, they 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 have look at other dictators. Look at look at the Kims. Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Il, that Kardashian. <laughs> he, Sorry. He, do you know that Kim Jong Il? No, that, that, he said dictator, not dick. dick. Ta that, that, okay, Dick Taker. Dick. Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! Dick, oh, dick Taster. But, uh, ah. <laughs> but the they, views, the views but, expressed in Critical and Thinking were not. Sorry. Oh, but, that should have been you. You should say. But but they, uh, Kim Jong Il, the the things around him, he he's never taken a shit. That's that's one of his things. He was, I think, he wasn't born. He was hatched. Yes, something like nah. that. No, there's all these. He came down from heaven. Yes, yeah. pretty much. There's all these Kim things. You can look him up. All these things that 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 he that he uh, 
that are the myths around him that you have to believe. He, he is a god to the people right. in, in uh, North Korea. And and that's what Trump is kind of doing. He's he's saying things like if he came out and eventually said, look, I haven't, I haven't, they say I'm fat. I haven't gained a pound since I was 16. I don't even eat food anymore. Like people would be like, hey, he says he doesn't eat food. Like, I mean, that's how these things happen. And then 20 years down the road when he... Well, it's actually, it's true. He doesn't eat food. He eats McDonald's. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's all he eats, yes. But, I mean, the thing... Well, and that's the funny thing is people would go, he doesn't eat food. And then you say, come on, dude. You know, and he goes... His followers would go... Well, I don't consider McDonald's food. That's how yeah, they, that's yeah, how they yeah, get away yeah. with that, dude. They, would, they would be like, well, that's what I mean by it. That's what he means. That's all he means. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, you know, that the, the, the word rationalize, uh, it, it's so true. Uh, so often, that's what we're doing. We're telling ourselves what we think are rational lies. Uh, yes. I our, love that. Our, you know, our brain, one of the best things our brain does, best and worst, is justify something we've done that we, we don't really have a, a reason that we did it. You killed somebody, you stole something, you did right. something terrible. And now you come up with the excuses after the fact. Well, I did this because, uh, and this person did this to me, and this person said this to me, and this happened, and that happened. Same way, uh, if we're going back to video games and, and, and comic books, uh, our evil <clears throat> villains Every dog on one of them, something terrible happened to them. Right. And and they decided to take it out on the world. Did yep. you see the promo for the Joker? The new Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix? No. The prom- I- no, to just exactly today's point. Like you look at it and the promo is basically him trying to be a regular person, but he's getting picked on by people, they're kicking his ass, they're doing and you slowly through the course of this trailer, you see him going through this these steps of madness to where he finally ends up. As the Joker. So that's absolutely right. And, and the truth of the matter, what, what's the old saying? Uh, you cannot, uh, you're not in control of what happens to you, but you are in control of, of what you do yep. about it, how you how you handle it. How you react. And um, man, we got a lot of people who, uh, because their lives aren't going necessarily the way they want their lives to go, are blaming, you know, insert group here. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, it's uh, this group of people, that, that group of people. that happens everywhere in history. That's yeah, what the Nazis yeah, did with the yeah, Jews. Yeah. That's what they did with the, the Pakistanis in the in in the 70s in London. In England, that's what the, we've done here many well, times with Mexicans. And, and those in power <laughs> want to keep it that way yeah. because uh, if – if the workers, uh, let's talk about this country. If the workers in this country, black, white, Asian, Latino, whatever, gay, straight, whatever, if if we all get on the same page with, well, wait a minute, the one percent has had a five hundred percent raise since Reagan. We haven't gotten anything, and prices keep going up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we're not taking it anymore. That's right. Uh, but. They're able to, well, you know, you better vote for us Republicans because these black guys or these right. Latin guys mm-hmm. or uh, they're these gay people. They're... You see it the most <clears> – <throat> I've talked about this before in the podcast. You see it a lot with the, the minimum wage. I see it all the time <clears throat> where people are like, hey, we should have a $15, $15 an hour minimum wage, raise, raise minimum wage. And then people who make $10 an hour going, oh – so now some jackass at McDonald's is going to make 15 bucks an hour? I only make 10 bucks an hour, and I, I, I change oil. It's Guess like, what? Well, the raise is for you, too. Yeah, A, yeah. but the thing is they don't want to be on the same level as a guy working at McDonald's. And yeah. it's like well, they've divided themselves to where I'm better than that guy. Well, Why should that guy make the same as me? It's the American dream. I'm just a millionaire waiting, waiting for billion. my opportunity. Right. Well, exactly. the, the thing is, and this is, this is why you had the big issue with health care, is that – 
I mean, think about this. At the basics of everything, it says, well, everybody should have health care. Everybody should have affordable health care. There's nothing wrong with that statement. Nothing. But then you get people that are like, they don't want to go to the same doctor as that person. They don't want to have the same plan as that person. As opposed to saying, I want to be covered. I'm sure that person wants to be covered. We'll just be- yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I read an article not too long ago about why Americans are not as interested in the whole on uh, health care for everybody and the social services. And a lot of times it comes up to their racism right. or whatever ism is more important than their own well-being. Right. That the, the fear of somebody here. else getting yeah. something, <laughs> well, I don't want them to have it, so right. I'm not going to have it either. Right, yeah, and, they, and that's the thing. They, yeah. they, they'll pay like, how much is your premium? Oh, I got to pay five hundred dollars a month for insurance for your family. Yeah, you got to pay, and then you also have a what three thousand dollars deductible. Yeah, would you know with one percent of your taxes, you could have insurance with with little or no deductible, and it would and it would be one percent, which is according to your paycheck here, way less than five hundred dollars per month, and it's pre taxes, so you're not getting taxed on it. And oh wow, that's great. But does he get health care too? Yeah. Fuck him. I'm going to pay $500 a month. Like, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's really what it comes down to. And this is why, and this is why at the end of the day, these dudes that are in control, because again, I never understood this. Why do you think the person eating at the same restaurant as you, living in the same neighborhood as you, going to the same same place? See, that's the problem. How did he get to live in my neighborhood? (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. And this is why these people that are in power will continuously be able to move and manipulate these people. They already know that most of these Republican-run states are the poor, some of the poorest states. They are the poorest states, poorest states, states out there. yes. Because these people, again, and this is, I, I'm going to keep saying this over and over again. America was founded on greed, fraud, racism, and hatred. <laughs> those have been the... That's, oh, don't those, forget genocide. The, yes. And, so those have been the cornerstones of this country. So you would think that people would, over time, especially with more information, be like, okay, well, you know, we have to break this cycle. But they don't want to break the cycle because at some point, these people want to feel like they're better. It's almost like you take the person, the slave, and then you take the house slave, and then the field slave, and you say, well, both of y'all are slaves, just, just so y'all know. Right. Both, both of y'all are slaves. Neither one of y'all can go anywhere. You pit the one slave against the other, just like they, they would do with uh because poor white folks i always tell people if you lived in a trailer if you still live in a trailer park now three years in three years in you still live in a trailer park and you still think the problem is the black folks and the mexicans yeah. come on man when are you gonna wake up so, that's all you got uh, yeah my racism all i got exactly i can't let right go there. of it yep. i can't let go of it that's, that's it. it it served my family for <laughs> generations <laughs> that's it. well we unfortunately got... we have got to go because we are over time oh but, my god man, this has been next time we gotta be back on we're gonna just we're gonna just talk politics because this is where we always take off but i want to hear voiceover i want to throw stuff out to people let people see something different for once because yes. this was really cool to have well, you cool. Dude, it was cool hey, having you thank on you for, thank this you was a, this was a guess. yeah and tell yeah, me really quick where they yeah. can find you everywhere uh, uh davefenoy.com is my website uh you can uh find me on uh facebook dave Fenoy. um uh, follow me on twitter at dave Fenoy, uh instagram as well so yeah there we have it and, and if you, you need, need some voiceover lessons or something you can oh, yeah, go, to, go to my website you can sign up uh, there you go. You, you there you can go. book your you can book lessons yourself, and you'll also get the information about where I'll be teaching. And once again, next Thursday, 
uh, free webinar, and I'll start promoting that later today. It'll be on my Facebook page, on Twitter, on uh, uh, Instagram, and on LinkedIn. Nice. Uh, and you can find us. Uh, go to the Critical and Thinking Podcast. Please subscribe. Hit that button and uh, do the the Patreon thing. Patreon thing. thing Patreon yep. thing. You know, Helps us you out. know, we 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 not begging, but I mean, we begging. Please. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on comedianthybarnett.com, which has links to the Facebook and links to the Twitter and Instagram and all of that stuff. You can find Ian. Ian Harris, comedian.com. Same thing. And uh, find us here every every week. We'll be back. Critical and Thinking Podcast. We'll be back next week going live on Facebook again, plus iTunes, Stitcher, all that sort of stuff. So subscribe, like, share with your friends. And I want to I want to thank our guest again for being on the show. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Y'all be cool. Critical and Thinking. Peace out.